What the hell's the matter with you? I'm trying to help you, goddammit. I'm Jackie. I'm starting to think Freddy Ray might be a little daffy. I'm Justin. Michelle, wait, you forgot your top... You know what, never mind. I'm Sam, and this is 1987 or 1988, depending on which internet source you were looking at. The Phantom Empire by Fred Olin Ray. Hello, welcome to Stinker Madness, a podcast about blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm your host, blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Sam, this is some crazy shit you've brought to us this week from Fred Olin Ray called The Phantom Empire. Currently streaming on only two sources, the Redbox app, which seems dubious that it even exists, and I guess Plex. They got to get out of those machines, right? Well, I know, but like... You know, How are they in this game? Just sell your shit and call it good. You made your money. Walk away, Redbox. Your, Walk your away. Your time has come and gone. <laughs> well, I, th- I think there's probably... In a smaller community, that's still a good deal if you got shitty internet. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Redboxes still, are... Yeah. Which is odd because in the small towns around here, mm-hmm. they have these other like blue box things. There's like a second Not Red uh, box. company that does the red box thing for okay. smaller places. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, red box. Come on. Now. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyways, we watched it on Plex and I would highly recommend, uh, not using Plex at all. I think every single movie that's ever in existence, that isn't going to be owned by a major studio that has access to a high profile streaming platform should be on Tubi. Tubi is the one it works the best. It has the least amount of commercials and is not shitty whereas like we keep doing these goddamn commercial streaming platforms and like oh here's a new one we got to try it it's like god fucking damn it this shit sucks why isn't everything tubi is it worse well, than crackle plex i no i don't know i mean there were the commercial breaks were like two and a half minutes they were three minutes there was 180 seconds and they were every 20 minutes which is the tv movie format like yes. cable tv but i don't want we live in the future stop it yeah like i watched john all the john wicks yesterday and it was like every 40 minutes they would show a minute and 30 seconds worth of commercials and then go right back to the movie and that was on freebie right yeah, yeah freebie's not bad it's 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 prime's platform so yeah it's prime right, right. works a little better even though I think the name is stupid. The IMDb TV so, was better, but whatever. What sucks is this was supposed to be on Freebie until next week. I guess I read it wrong mm. is what I thought, which okay. is why the I pulled the trigger on it so fast is that it was on Amazon. It was on Freebie last week. Okay. And then I got up this morning and it wasn't. And I was like, fuck. I ended up saying it's worth $1.99 for me to not watch commercials. Yeah. And I paid $1.99 for it. Where'd you, you did that on Prime. Prime or Voodoo? I think Prime was $3 and Voodoo was 2 Two. Two's not bad. Two's not bad for a stinker. Two was the when I was like, yeah, $2 is worth it. I'm going to just go ahead and pull the trigger here. Still think it should be a buck, but you know what? These guys got to make their monies too. You know what? I was thinking, you know about the purge that's going on right now, right? That Disney is no. purging all their content that is underperforming, including just last year's Willow TV series is going to be gone forever. Like they're not 
it's they paid for it it's not performing they're dumping it right which is kind of crazy that all this shit is just going to vanish that they paid for and never be streaming again because it's not like somebody else can buy the rights to it and put it on their streaming platform but what i'm thinking of is uh jackie's parents yesterday were talking about buying they bought john wick four last week and i'm like dude it's gonna be streaming in like two weeks why would you pay for that um and then they bought uh, Super Mario Brothers last night. So what if you go buy a stinker uh, and, and you know, it's it's in your Prime account, whatever. You know, you pay $20 for it. And uh, at some point, they're like, well, nobody's watching this. You don't download it. It's it's on the cloud. You're, you buy a license to view it on the cloud. What if they purge all that shit that nobody's watching and you bought it? And you can no longer ever watch that movie ever again. I still think we should be buying discs. We should at least have the ability to download that copy. Yeah, but where are you going to store it? On your on, on your fucking fire stick? On a disc. So you have a DVD burner now, too, in this, yeah. in this scenario. No, that sucks, because I don't have, I don't, I don't have yeah, one of those on no, it. these people are going to be fucked someday. Yeah, it sucks. And so that's where I think Walmart probably gets back into the game because Voodoo already can, they've already hustled their ass in on everything as far as ability to stream whatever from other companies with Voodoo. And they've demonstrated a wanton ability to just put anything that's out of print to go like, what is it going to take for us to make discs of this? And they'll, they'll yell a number at Walmart and Walmart's like, okay. And they're like, I thought that would be too much money. And they're like, no, we're going to fucking sell 6 million discs of this. Mm, okay. We're going to price them at $3 and people will just buy it yeah. because it's only three fucking dollars. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go Walmart. Save the industry, I guess. They're- They've been in the movie game longer than in some of these other entities. If yeah. you recall that wonderful film that I worked on, The Forger, that was according to Rotten Tomatoes, the worst film of the year okay. in 2011. Walmart was already seasoned in making those direct to their own shelves movies like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Uh, I'm going to start with Jackie because I'm assuming you have a lot to talk about. Uh, Jackie, how hot is Michelle Bauer? Which one was that? Okay. All right. She's Guess. she's off the show. She's been doing this for almost 10 years. Michelle Bauer's like a weekly occurrence on this podcast, including her cans. So the one with the cans, Jackie. <laughs> I thought that was Sybil Danny. Well, Sybil Danny's got cans, too. <laughs> got cans, too. There was lady, the topless. She forgot her bikini top for the last half of the movie. Oh, my God. Okay, so I had a really hard time watching her because her hair was just fucking oh, atrocious. She- and she was walking like... She was trying to sneak in a salami up her butt. Yeah, I don't think those panties and was trying were to clench uh, comfortable. It. I, I think that they um, were. It she was just kind of. She kept. She kept walking like bull legged and bent over, and it was just awkward and weird. And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" No, like I just wanted Michelle her to get Bauer. eaten by a fucking crazy dinosaur. Michelle Bauer yes. is is royalty on this podcast. I'm going to explain yeah. a couple things to you. This is 1988. Uh, Thunderdome was like two years before this. So yeah, she's rocking Tina's hair, but it was cool at the time. And knowing Fred Olin Ray and how much he paid for this, I bet you that's not actually a bikini she's wearing. I bet you that's a fucking like a chamois. It's a chamois. (laughs) And so she had to clench her butt cheeks to even keep it there because it's not actually a tire. It's what you clean your car with. I thought she was great, especially because what she was supposed to be doing. Uh Uh-huh. Like she had mentioned, like this was her first. Um, 
This was her first union gig. Okay. All right. And she's so, like, I didn't get a line, SAG? but I mean... I mean, what other union would there be besides SAG? What other union would there be? So she's got a SAG at card. At this time, nice. I guess we're getting right into yeah, go it. go for it. Um, at this time, Fred has decided to do his own company, which is American Independent Pictures, another AIP? Yeah, we need, need another one of those. Need another AIP. So he's got another AIP going. Um, and the gal that plays the tough chick... The, is Don Wildsmith, who at this time is his wife. The tough chick. What tough chick? The, the cowboy, cowboy hat. hat. Oh, oh, okay, Eddie. Eddie, yeah. yeah. So Eddie's married. She's also his the makeup artist and the co-producer. She's basically the other half of the fucking production company. Okay. They probably got married. I'm guessing somewhere around 83 or 84. The Tomb is in 85. She stars in that. Michelle Bauer's first... Fred movie is the tomb. We'll be doing that next. It's on YouTube. The next time that I have a pick. So is uh, um, Susan, Susie Stokey in that. Sybil Danning is also in that. Yeah, so all, this is the, just the same. This cast. is this, this is AIP yeah. is what we're watching right. here. Um, however, you get your um, your former stars rotate. You're not going to get. Uh, I don't think um, Tom Thumb is going to be in this. Robert Query, the professor. That's Tom Thumb. Right. And uh, he was also the main uh, teen in Peyton Place, the movie, like child star of old. Now he's nobody, but Fred will put him in a movie. So you're going to get Cameron Mitchell in, in the tomb instead Excellent. of him. Love Cameron Mitchell. Um, other than that, and then Jeff Combs isn't going to be in that one yeah. either, because I think Jeff Combs is actually at this point. Reanimator has already happened and he was already in Cyclone. That was he was. Second to Heather Slater in that, or not Heather. What is her name? Helen. From Helen Slater. Helen. No, no. Heather Thomas. Heather Thomas. Was in Cyclone. Okay, right. We did that, right? I don't think so. We talked about doing it and we couldn't find it. Maybe. I don't know. Don't, I thought we were going to do that. I don't think oh, we I know. Did. We were going to do that and we were going to have Christopher Olin Ray on and we've he's so goddamn busy. Yeah. And also I'm extremely That's, lazy. And we can't find it probably. It's now on Plex or whatever. Yeah. Redbox right. streaming? <laughs> How is that a thing? Anyway, um, but yeah, the other ones are basically just who's in it. I think Sybil Danning only does those two. Uh, tragically for Sybil Danning, after this thing, this really underperforms. Sure. Even for a Fred Olin Ray movie. I'm not sure why. I mean, should... How did no one like this? Michelle Bauer just like lost her shirt for the last quarter of the it's movie. A, it's a Fred Olin Ray movie. It was great. It was like, I can stop. I, I'll create a distraction. We're going to wrestle each other's tops off. I'm just going to leave mine over here. Oopsie. Uh, Oops. Yeah. If you've seen a Fred Olin Ray movie and you liked it, why wouldn't you like this one? It's the same. It's the, it's the same as the, the other same. ones. the uh, same. So... After this, Sybil Danning would do the film L.A. Bounty, directed by one Worth Keeter. Okay, all right. And then her shit is on ice until Grindhouse. Mm, That's a long, that's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah. and those those cans are just getting closer to the ground every day. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, she had a good run of it up to this point, right? Yeah, she didn't have a lot of lines. And she is... No, um, but it's interesting that 
I had no idea that Sybil Danning's ship was sunk by a high five between Fred Olin Ray and Worth Keeter. That makes me kind of, I mean, it sucks for her, but I think it's great. <laughs> um, so, Robbie the Robot. Robbie the Robot. Yeah, did you notice in the credits it said Robbie the Robot yes. as himself? Robbie the Robot. So that is Robbie the Robot okay. from Forbidden Planet and everything else, a couple episodes of everything yeah. that you could put a robot in. Yeah. Because at the time that Forbidden Planet was made, Robbie the Robot was the most complicated robot suit built since Fritz Lang. Okay. It was probably more complicated because there was a lot of skin paint involved in Fritz Lang so people could move around. But... uh Cost one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Nineteen fifty six was when they were making it. Fifty seven was the release. That was seven percent of the budget of the film, which is proportionally the exact same proportion of the film's budget that it cost to build the twenty five ton, twelve meter centrifugal set for two thousand one. <clears throat> yeah, that's an expensive robot. I don't know how. Corman ends up with this thing because that's all I can figure Probably here is that Corman ends shit. up. Why not just have a guy? Just put a guy in a suit. Why? That's a guy in a suit. And it costs one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to make that suit. That's yeah. insanity. Somebody got. It's really nice. Somebody got had. I don't think it no, is. No, this is. <laughs> ah, no. These the guys that made this were the guys. Like, it's just yeah. That's how much it costs. It seems. A bit expensive, but when you look in the head, also, this was the second head that was built for it. Um, so there was like a, what is the name of this show? I had never even heard of this show. It's like uh, Project UFO. Okay. Have you ever heard of no, that shit? I don't think so. It, no. Yeah, so they changed the head to be a little bit different for an episode of Project UFO, and Robbie shows up with the two different heads. This is not the head from... Forbidden Planet, uh, it's the head from Project UFO, but it's essentially the same. It's really articulate stuff in there, though. I mean, it's, it's basically the fucking Michelin man with a fucking EKG machine for a face. I, I don't know, man. I think it's a piece of shit. <laughs> I've seen better robots. I really like the robot. But yeah, he's I, cool. I like the robot. But 125 Do you like him for 100? <laughs> yeah, do you like him for 125 Gs? No. <laughs> I, mean, I like him for about maybe two, three thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I think in today's like, modern society, you could make the exact same thing for about ten grand. Well, three D printing as and all of that. Yes, there's people on YouTube doing stuff like this all the time. But at the same time, a actual prop designer in Hollywood that works for a major studio won't get out of bed for that I, much. That's money, what I'm saying. Right? It's not a good buy. It's not a good purchase. <laughs> They, they the got the miles out else. of it. Yeah, yeah. He's got more credits than Jeff Combs does. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> buy a monster truck. Put a monster truck in your movie. It's cheaper. You get the miles out of that, too. Uh, the other guy, I don't know, like Ross Hagen. He looks familiar because he's been in an episode of everything, yeah, right? Yeah. But I guess he was in... A couple of biker movies, a couple of Western movies, and then there was a safari-specific CBS program that he was one of the principal actors of. And I was like, I feel like he's a bigger deal than that. But no, Ross Higgins not a bigger deal. He than that. wasn't very good. I'm just going to say he's not great. I, 
I think he played that part from the Fred Olin Ray movie about as well as others. Uh, no. Who's the other guy? Wings Hauser? Anderson. Wings Hauser probably could have done better. Wings Hauser's <laughs> high on fucking cocaine. <laughs> guess, who's, uh, guess who the co-star of L.A. Bounty with Sybil Danny is? Wings Hauser. Danning. Wings Hauser. There you go. Yeah. So... I'm really, it's not streaming anywhere, and I'm really pissed off about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Russ Tamblin's in this, too. That's who I was talking about, the doctor, the Professor Stock. Oh. That's Tom Thumb. That, no, you called him somebody else, I thought. I thought you said his name. Oh, Russ Tamblin is Tom Thumb. Yeah. yeah. Robert Query's nobody. I screwed that up yeah, entirely. Yeah, totally did. The internet's now roasting me. You're wrong, idiot. Thanks for catching that. Yeah. No, Russ Tamlin only shows up for a minute. He's Tom Thumb and Peyton Place guy. Robert Quarry, the professor, is actually the same guy who plays Count Yorga. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a B-movie guy. Right. And then... Uh, That's it. Susie Stokey. Uh, is just in Fred Olin Ray movies and a couple of Corman movies. It's interesting as I like watch these... As I swim through the vast career of Fred Olin Ray, that he really didn't do a lot for Corman. Like, he was really just kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. And I feel like he, he just has an association to Corman because he's friends with Winorski. Mm-hmm. It could be. And then, like, all of the deals that he gets with Corman, he totally gets the better end of the deal. Like, Evil Tunes, Corman was bitching about a guy not getting a movie done fast enough and he's like which set is it and he's this he's like that one over there and i'm like well i'll just shoot a movie at night on the set and make it worth your while and he's like yeah whatever and then he does and he's like god damn it he did that and then he have now i have to fire that guy because you made a whole movie in a week at night when he wasn't using the set when he was supposed to be god damn it um this also leads to because there's a, a lot of Fred Olin Ray's career is I need to keep jamming these out because this I don't really make a lot of money off this. Mm-hmm. This underperforming may directly or indirectly lead to him doing his first cable, like straight up soft porn or hard R, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And it did so well that he's never really quit. I don't know that he enjoys it because he uses a pseudonym when he does those movies. Yeah, yeah it's unfortunate. Uh, Jackie, you know who uh, Jeffrey Combs is? No. He was the uh, good-looking, well, quote-unquote good-looking, the movie tells us he's good-looking, uh, guy that uh, Sybil Danning enslaves, or not enslaves, attempts to enslave, the the young paleontologist guy. The doofus? Yeah, that, but the movie tells is telling us he's good-looking. Whether he is or he's- not, it's, it's irrelevant. But uh, uh, you've seen him before. Uh, remember when we watched From Beyond and none of us liked it because it was even too goopy for Sam and I? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he's in that, uh, reanimator, obviously, if you remember that at all, uh, you've seen Jeffrey Combs. He was a big Star Trek guy. Lots and lots yep. of Star Trek. Just want to make sure that okay. we, uh, give a shout out to him because I'm a big fan. And I actually think this was my favorite, uh, Jeffrey Combs bad movie performance. Well, I guess we still got Cyclone out there cause yeah. he's, he's number two to, uh, Heather Thomas in that. Yeah. I thought he was fun in this. I liked him. All right, we ready to dive in? Jack. I am ready to dive Jack, in. Anything else you want to want to talk about Sybil Danning's cans instead of Michelle Bowers? Uh, no, but I do want to talk about her costume. Sybil Danning's. 
And uh, yeah, and how stinky that had to be oh, at the end of awful. taping. I mean, they're out in the desert I mean, the whole time. Yeah, and it's it looks like pleather, mm-hmm. right? And she just looks so damn uncomfortable in it. Isn't it? She didn't, she, and it's really weird, high waisted thing that made her her hips look huge. And like whoever she, designed that was a nutsack. Isn't that they really did not take into consideration her body at all? And it was just like cut the top down as low as you can, and then put on these weird high waisted pants that nobody looks good in. Isn't yeah. that the same costume that she wore in? Uh, Galaxy of Terror. Is it Battle Beyond the Battle Stars? Battle Beyond the Stars. I always mix those two up. Maybe. I mean, I remember. It black seems like leather that. with her most of her boozooms coming out. So seems like he borrowed the sword from Corman as well. Uh, sure, that's not the sword from uh, Future Zone or the the laser sword that. Uh, well, that one was clear, cr- yeah. pl- clear acrylic. Right, yeah, right. Um, but either way, like. It's hard to tell because he's doing his own thing, but there's some very Corman-esque things happening here that I don't know if Winorski's sneaking shit out to him right. or what's going on here. <laughs> hey, buddy, meet me at the back docks. <laughs> I, got, I got some props for you. These are good props. Jim opens up his coat. <laughs> Inside is a uh, topless woman. Hey, they got good props right here. You want your props? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we should note that this is also a true story. <laughs> and it was shot in the center of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Fred, o- I, Fred Olin Ray comes out and says uh, immediately, just so you know, this is a true story. At least that's what the people that told me said. <laughs> and then he signs his name to it like fucking silly bastard. Like he's a oh, man, like he's a notary. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> what was the subtitle of the sequel that's never going to happen is Mel Brooks joke at the end. The Phantom Zone 2, we can't give a fuck or something oh, oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, right, right, right. It was just like, God damn it, you're great, buddy. Okay. Uh, all right, so we've got a monster coming out of a cave. It's got monster vision. That's what we see at first. Uh, it's- a kaleidoscope that they put on the end of the camera yeah. that it's like, focus, it, what are we looking it at? It can't see shit. Let's, let's be honest. It's blind as fuck. It can't see shit. can't see shit. Uh, and there's this group, this husband and wife. I thought that there was a kid at one point running across the screen, but I, he just fucks off. Uh, they're having like a picnic or something out in the woods. And uh, uh, the, the husband's like, ah, shit, Scarfy ran off again. I'm going to find him and beat the shit out of that little dog. What's Dookie Flyswatter? Dookie Flyswatter. Yes, Dookie Flyswatter. Do- this is not the first time we've talked about Dookie Flyswatter. Refresh my memory. He's got that L.A. punk band with the topless ladies, and they dress up like monsters. Uh, he's in a lot of Fred Olin Ray movies. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and listen to some episodes of Stinker Bandits, because I don't remember that at all. Um, anyways, he runs after this dog, and the dog doesn't make it. And he's like, oh, God, uh, he's, he's like, I'm going to beat this dog. And then immediately he sees it and he's like, ah, and his knees crying. I thought that was great. Uh, meanwhile, while he's dealing with the dead dog, uh, the monster's attacking the wife. And uh, so he hears her screams, runs back, and then the monster attacks him and we get our first look at it. It doesn't look good. <laughs> oh, my God. When this when the monster turned around. <laughs> I immediately started laughing. It was just like, (laughs) 
somebody had taken a, an awful Halloween mask and then just glued a bunch of shit all over it. And, like, where the eye holes would be, they put in, like, the ends of plastic bottles and spray-painted them. And it's just like, fuck, this thing is hideous. And then put a Santa Claus. It is hideous. But, I mean, if you knew how much money Don Wildsmith had to use to make these things, you'd be like, great job. That's an A+, plus, <laughs> considering you were allowed... to get, like, seven of these together. (laughs) And they're just wearing, like, they're wearing quilts. That's all they're wearing. Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty laughable. They've got spiky teeth, too. they got a nasty mouth. Yeah. And when you get a shot of all of them, it looks like they only had money for one old lady wig. Mm -hmm. And so they had to, you know, like, sparsely glue the the white hair onto every one of them, right? But they only had one wig to go around for eight people, so just... They're pretty great. They're pretty great. Uh, Oh, my God. And so he's tussling with the dad, or the husband, and uh, just pulls his head off. Just comes right off. Just pulls his head right off. And then after that happens, the guy's wife just domes the monster with an (laughs) ice chest and wanders off. How about some poor light, Buster? I thought she was grabbing the beer cooler to run to the car. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought was going to happen in this scene. Like, she's like, I got to get the beer. Get out of here. Mama needs her juice, right? I'm not leaving this line. And, you know, her husband's kind of a dipshit. So she's probably like, hey, fit for yourself, right? Right. And then when she actually defends him, I'm like, oh, why did you do that? (laughs) Well, yeah. Why didn't you do that, like, a minute ago and his head is still attached? (laughs) Insurance. I always like when the heads come off and the body like grabs it where the head used to be because the body's like, hey, where'd it go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stupid. It's great. And that was a really good fake for, you know, $17 or whatever they uh-huh. spent on it. I think that looked all very good. <laughs> it's pretty wild shit. Uh, so cut to the salvage company office. The this These are our mains court and Edie's salvage company. And business is not going great for them most of the day. It seems like they just hang around and drink uh, in their office waiting for customers to to come in who never do. But finally, one does. And her name is Miss Chambers. And I can't, they make a joke about her name through the entire time. It's like Denia or Dania or some crap like that. But uh, Denia. Denia. Yeah. and he can't ever say it right, right. so she's she's constantly just <laughs> correcting him. And I don't think that was part of the script. I just don't think he can remember her name. <laughs> and they're like, well, we, we're not going to lose footage over it. Just keep rolling. Yeah. So she's the daughter of some famous paleontologist or something? No, a rich guy that liked to go on advent, like to fund adventures, provided okay. that he got to go. Okay. Okay. A and gentleman expeditionist. Yeah. Because it's obviously mid-morning, right? The the two are drinking in the office. She's got on socks that looks like she hasn't washed them in, I don't know, a week or two, right? They're all black and dingy and gross. Mm. She doesn't even get up to, to greet her. And in walks this one with diamond earrings. And mm-hmm. she's got this big fur coat on, right? Like, so old school detective, you know, right. where the woman walks very in. very noir. I need your help. Yeah. And then I'm like, why the fuck are you going to a salvage company to for a treasure hunt? And then I and then they kind of, you know, explain it all that he helped with the original expedition and blah blah blah. What salvagers do, Jackie, is they they get treasure. 
No, I thought salvages were like, hey, come get this shit off my yard. No, try to file file a business license under Treasure Hunter and try to find it under sal- file under salvage. See how fast you make it through the system. Salvage company. Right. Yeah. If you're going to go uh, like uh, deep dive for doubloons in the ocean, you're hiring salvagers. That's that's it's a job, Jackie. So, but like you're talking about the free trash guys like, hey, we'll come get your free trash. And then they take it to their barn and try to flip it on Craigslist. Or sell it for recycling weight. Yeah, that too. Those aren't salvagers. Those are junk guys. Yeah. I junk- chose junkers. junkers yeah. But again, they try to file a business license under junkers or salvage, which is going to go faster. Uh, salvage. It depends on where you're at. Usually if you're in space and uh, you have to file claims with the Empire, you want to be a junker, uh, you know, because. Yeah. You know, but uh, here on the Earth, vernacular yeah, here on Earth, it's probably salvagers. It's probably all one thing. Uh, anyways, so uh, <clears throat> she's like, OK, so here's the deal. I think you saw uh, in the news. Uh, no, uh, yes, I understand. It was weekly world news. It's still called news. So therefore, it is news that uh, a monster came out of a cave and uh, pulled this guy's head off. And he happened to have a half a million dollars worth of jewels on him in his uh, quilt that I guess is pocketed, too. I like how this scene plays a little bit because immediately Court Eastman, who's Ross Hagen's character, is like thinking that she has some relation to the guy that's decapitated. She shows him, he's like, oh, that's that's terrible. And she's like, don't fucking worry about that. It was, <laughs> the guy that ripped his head off was covered in fucking jewels. And he just like perks right up like, oh, <laughs> you are in the right place. And she's like, okay. I, and I like how he says, oh, I don't really get to the news very much when she hands him the paper and I'm expecting him not to be able to read. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, I bet he's just looking at the picture <laughs> and he has no idea what the article even says. Oh, he's yeah. just like, okay, there's a murder here. The fuck do you want? And then Sam's right. When he perks up, it's like, oh, he doesn't know how to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's also drunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eddie's so drunk she can't get off the couch. She doesn't speak a line for like the first 20 minutes of the movie. Um, so then she's like, okay, so I'm going to paraphrase for her because her dialogue is not coherent, but basically she says, because this guy had so many diamonds and jewels on him and he came out of a cave, I believe that he is part or whatever he's involved with, whatever, but let's go find the lost city of, uh, Relia. That's what I'm hiring you for. Diamonds and Jewels, Lost City. It's in the caves. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> what? How about we just go find those jewels? Like, more of those jewels. What is their connection to this Lost City, a daffy lady? Also, where's the monster? Like, did he just get taken to the morgue? Is he dead? Is he in, like, fucking county? What what the hell? What'd they do with that monster? <laughs> Coyotes and a mountain lion dragged him off. No, they they Hollywood got the, in the picture. He's getting taken away. <laughs> like, does he get deported? Roswell. Does he get deported back to fucking the caves? I don't understand what they did with that guy. <laughs> and that no one is interested in this at all. Yeah, right? Like <laughs> these this lady who's the daughter of the lost land of whatever and his 
former man are like, oh, bucks, like this isn't a cold case anymore. And no one's like, monster pulled a guy's head yeah. off. Yeah, I mean, half a diamond, a million diamonds and jewels. Cool. Uh, mole men, actual fucking mole men. Probably big deal. And maybe the Weekly World News was right. <laughs> and we just weren't paying close enough attention to how the coroners handle things. <laughs> okay, so uh, Court, he's like, uh, all right, well, uh, I'm in. Let's negotiate. And it seems like he makes a really bad deal. Like his standard offer that he pitches to clients is clear why he doesn't have any clients. This is a bad deal, Court. You have It's an exchange. You don't get all of the money. Why would people hire you if you're like, all right, you're going to pay for my expenses. You're going to give me a per diem and uh, gas, uh, supplies, and uh, also I get all your stuff. Yeah. Well, she counters back and he say, he's like, fine, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, he wants $3,000 a day in wages for for each of them. Right, uh, So $6,000 a day right. for each of them to be on this. And then she's like, no, 200 bucks yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she counters with 200 bucks a week. And then she just like flops three grand on him. And he's like, hot damn, let's go <laughs> back in business, baby. What's three grand going to get you? It's your s- a lot of bourbon. You don't even know yeah. what you're getting involved with. You're digging up a lost city. You're probably going to need more equipment than $3,000. Like, hey, we we can go do a exploratory, like, uh, finding fact finding thing for that but uh if you want that shit out of there it's gonna cost more than three grand lady we need backhoes and heavy equipment you know no he just spent the money on uh some flashlights and some batteries yep (laughs) a backpack full of whiskey (laughs) yeah because as we know he likes to travel light in this movie (laughs) so a backpack full of whiskey isn't very light so, well, that's why he had to stop and rest and drink it. Like when they were on their expiration, he's like, "Oh man, guys, my backpack weighs like fifty pounds. I gotta, we gotta take a break. We're gonna break for camp here." Because he's like, "Because I need a fucking drink." <laughs> Meanwhile, when they meet up to go on this expedition, oh, we're not there yet. Oh, let- we're not there yet. Oh, uh, oh, okay. So he's got a. He's like, one thing before we do, before we get started, a, I'm gonna see you at eight a.m. But I gotta go see a man about a map right now. And then she's there when he goes to see the map guy. Like, wait, I thought you guys were meeting at 8 a.m. And she's like, no, I'm coming with. I'm curious about this map guy. So they get invited to this map guy's house. He's an old rock guy. He's a geologist. And uh, he's like, oh, you don't want to go in there. Uh, a lot of a lot of history in that cave. Uh, the, the party, the expedition party I was part of, uh, we went in there. Uh, six men entered. One man left, and my leg is all fucked up from it. Two. Two? Court was there. What? Court was yeah, there. He said he, he said he was part of the original expedition. Huh. Those are the only two survivors. I that part. And her dad. So three people walked out. They probably all yeah, walked right? out, but they got fucked <laughs> seems up. seems like by, a lot of people like, are walking they, out. <laughs> they got shit-faced and fell down some rocks and said, fuck it, and didn't try it again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that, until just now. So that guy this whole time was thinking... I went in there with six guys and none of them came out except for me. And they're like, no, I made it. And I made it too. Oh, I guess we, <laughs> hmm, I guess we were all just really drunk. 
He's like, I must like, have drank too much that right. day. He's like, my backpack full of whiskey seemed a little light when we left the cave. This whole time, I thought everybody died. I, like, became a hermit and have, like, PTSD. Yeah. And everybody's fine? What the fuck? Like, you don't remember what happened? You were like, hey, watch me do a cartwheel. And we're like, no, you're too drunk. And we had to take you to the hospital. And that was the end of the expedition. I woke up in the hospital because I thought we were all dead. Nope. We just left you there because you're a dick. <laughs> oh! What happened to my leg then? You How broke it doing me? a cartwheel drunk. <laughs> God damn it. Huh. <laughs> Who the fuck does a cartwheel? In a cave. <laughs> <laughs> it got stuck in some rocks and it broke. Okay, so he's like, yeah, you can't go in there. It's too dangerous. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, how about a water cash? And he's like, here's your map. Yeah. This lady just keeps bundles of cash mm-hmm. with rubber bands around it tucked into her boobs. Yeah, she's a Coke dealer, Jackie. It's it's like boob sweat money. Yeah, that's what everybody... That's the best kind. Yeah. I mean... That's why court <laughs> smells it. is like, <laughs> oh, boob sweat money, yeah. Titty residue. Uh, all right, so they meet up in the morning uh, at their starting point, whatever, and uh, a couple dudes roll up, the professor and uh, Jeffrey Combs' character, whose name I do not know. Andrew Paris. 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 Okay. And they join up. Uh, the professor's an appraiser. Uh, he knows the price of things. And uh, Paris is a geologist, so he can say what things are, actually. Okay, so what was great was when the professor tried to church it up to make himself look more important to the rich lady. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so you're going to tell us how much shit's worth? You're an appraiser? And he's like, well, I guess for this trip, yeah. <laughs> like, he was all pompous and shitty about himself. Like, I'm so damn important. And then she's like, no, you're the appraiser. Mm-hmm. That's pretty important. I thought that was a, yeah, the salvagers of, need an appraiser. Yeah, kind of Should important. we drop this one back in the bottom of the deep or not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they're like, "Okay, oh let, shit, we can't leave. We've got we forgot about Pedro." <laughs> Fuck. I thought this was gonna dance past the line, but it doesn't, it doesn't. because they get Pedro up. They're like, "Look out, Pedro! He's sleeping in the trunk." Like, what the fuck is that guy doing there? And he's like, Pedro's going to watch the cars. And if we don't come back in three days, he's going to go get the authorities and they're going to come search for us. And then she's like, are you sure he's not going to steal the cars? And he just like snaps and like, don't fuck with Pedro. He's a good man. I'm like, all right, you, you were dancing on that line, but you, uh, you said, don't fuck with Pedro. So I'm fine with this. No, And then like two minutes later, she calls Pedro a thief and he laughs about it. <laughs> Pedro yeah. laughs. They go right past the line, Sam. There's fucking yeah, there's hot tamales playing in the background. It's it's straight up racist. There's a little honor among thieves happening with Pedro, though. <laughs> yeah, he's got the same. I mean, they're treating him good. He's probably got like he, two he's or in three the crew. bottles of bourbon in the back. Then he took his he Mustang. He wakes up with a. <laughs> There, let's be honest, that's a 65 Mustang. There's more room in the trunk than there is in the back seat. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, that's where you lose Trying your... Trying to sugarcoat this one, but it looks bad. That's where a lot of boomers lost their virginity was in the trunk of the Mustang. On the hood. Yeah. In the bushes. <laughs> Actually, it was... I think you missed... In the m- back seat of... It wasn't a Mustang. It was like a 
Torino I made, four door. I made a joke and you blew right through it. Just like Pedro's racism. Okay, uh, so they, they, they walked down numerous hills for quite some time until they reached the cave, which has a fucking road in front of it. So It does. <laughs> I love this part because you like... You could just see on the rich lady's face, like, why the fuck did we just walk over the hill? Why didn't we just drive over here? You have a map. <laughs> What's this road thing? It says road to yeah. cave on this map. Apparently, you know, the map wasn't that detailed. I mean, it says go 22 minutes north on El Segundo, take a right on Hacienda, and then a left on Cave Road. It's the cave at the end of the road. The cave at the end of, yeah. Okay. Thanks, court, for the trek through the hills. Uh, so they go inside. And he's like, just three more miles, guys, and then we can we can take a break. Yeah. Three more miles of cave. Like, how much how much cave is, is back there? If you're walking three fucking miles into a cave. It's pretty big cave. It's to the center of the earth. Yeah, it's just three miles down. This is Fred Olin Ray's journey to the center of the earth. Uh, except for Fred Olin Ray. No, 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 no. Fred Olin Ray didn't direct a journey to the center of the earth. That was uh, Albert Pyong. Never mind. I was, yeah. yeah gotta, we got to get our hands on that one, too. Um, well, where the fuck am I? Uh, they're leaving breadcrumbs, but that never comes into play. Because they end no, up getting lost, like but... Not really. Like it ends up just being mostly a straight line, yeah. and then there's a Y, but the Y just kind of dead ends. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like Scotty's tunnel in Death Valley. Scotty, oh, wait, Scotty's castles. Okay. What is the tunnel? There's a tunnel in Death Valley where some guy was just like, I think it's Scotty's tunnel. He just decided to dig a hole through the whole mountain. Okay. And then he did it, and then he died, and then you can go there and see where he lived when he did it. And I, my dad took me there when I was, like, 10 or something, and I was like, we got to the other side, and we came back. It was hot as fuck, because it was Death Valley, and he's like, wasn't that something? I'm like, yeah, that was fucking depressing. <laughs> I'm 10, and I'm like, look at this man's life's work. It's a fucking hole <laughs> in, in some fucking dirt <laughs> in the middle of the desert. <laughs> yep, it's a big one, but Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> said sam the 10 year old yeah <laughs> jesus i mean fucking crime and he did <laughs> maybe you should start so thinking about parroting <laughs> asshole <laughs> okay well they're walking around the caves and uh they hear a strange sound, which to me sounds like uh, a cow getting inseminated in the butt, because it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's what they're like. It's a horn. I'm like, are you sure it's not a cow? It sounds like a cow getting inseminated. It in the sounds butt. <laughs> like a cow. Like just a man reaching up in there and uh, being like, whoops, sorry about that, Bessie. <laughs> and they, they think, oh, it's the wind. Yeah, sure, guys. Um, so they decide to take their break. They've made it three miles, I guess. And uh, the professor, he's like, oh, I'm going to go wander around and look at cave paintings. And uh, then the rest are hanging out, getting shit-faced. Uh, Paris is hitting on the chamber's lady, and she's hitting on him because the movie tells us 
He is charming and good-looking, Jackie. Whether he is not is irrelevant. By the standards of the rest of the party, he is the gem yeah. on the male side of things. Uh, well, that's true. That's true. But uh, you could also just yes. not have sex with the people you're paying to make you rich. I don't know. No. You're paying them. Whip out that wiener. Okay. Yeah. She, she's like, doesn't really have adventures. So, like, this is making her randy. Mm, mm-hmm. The thrill of caving. Mm. Okay, but did anybody think it was weird when Rich Lady pulls out a blanket, puts it down, and then gets this little tiny pillow and puts it down in the center of the blanket so that she can sit her ass on a little tiny pillow? It's comfortable, you know? Would you rather sit on gra- on the hard, hard stone of the center of the earth or a cashmere pillow, Jackie? Why would you even have that? Because you've got a giant fucking bag. You got to put something in there. Yeah. Why is she bringing her purse? It's not a purse. That's a fucking duffel bag, Jackie. Like, uh, (laughs) that's the kind that guys take to the top of uh, the book depository building. No, that is a fucking purse. It's not a big. No way. It's too big. There's a fucking blanket and a pillow in it. That is not a purse. That is a, a fucking camping bag. That's a purse. Okay. It's it's a purse. You call it a purse. Uh, I hate to... Yeah. Um, we also all so, just walked right past that uh, they're in a cave exploring, and she's getting horny. Uh, and so maybe Jeffrey Combs is going to be doing a little spelunkering later. I was going to try to work the okay. spelunking, the love tunnel. Yeah. Okay. Tunnel love. Yeah. I like that one. It's good. I'm going to spelunk my dong dunk in you. <laughs> Romantic for cavers. <sighs> Duncan, Duncan being dongs. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so cut to Michelle Bauer. She's getting chased around by the trolls, uh, trolls two from the beginning of the movie, and she's scantily clad. She's a bikini lady, cave woman, slave, slave cave woman, bikini. I I don't know. Yeah. And uh, they're chasing her around for undetermined reasons, and she runs up to the professor, and he's like, "I'm not going to hurt you. I'm calm down, calm down. I'm not going to hurt you." And then he fucking punches her right in the face. <laughs> nice. Now she trusts him. Just, yeah. as ev- just as everybody else is walking towards him, too. And they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I was trying to help her. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> She's hysterical. Punching her in the face. Like, who? I, I hope that, I'm, you know what? I, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a movie cliche where it's, get a hold of yourself, woman. Psh! You smack him in the face. I think that that happened a lot. And I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think it worked. No, hysteria is not real. Yeah. Your uterus doesn't make you crazy. I don't think... Just shake him until it goes back into place. That's what's happening there. Uh, but you got to hit him in the face, too, Sam. You can't just shake yeah, him. Yeah, that'll, that'll reattach their detachable uterus. <sighs> Who thought punching somebody in the face equals this will calm them down? A really drunk guy yeah. who liked hitting women. And then it caught on. I mean, I don't fucking, dude. 
disclaimer, don't think it works, anybody. <laughs> don't punch people in the face saying, I'm just trying to calm them down. No, you're not. You are. You just want to punch that person in the face. Yeah. So next time we're at a bar, we should just do this as an experiment. Oh, and then when some some guy is getting all crazy in the bar to punch him in the face, be like, I learned this from TV. Well, if you're in a bar and you throw the first punch, punches are going to start flying. Yeah. You're starting a bar fight. You better be ready to have a chair crashed over your back. Yep. If you're not uh, Joe Don Baker, mm -hmm. better at least read the instructions on the bar fight. <laughs> have Instruction one, of you one guys don't start a bar fight unless you're Joe Don Baker. Have either one of you guys ever been in a bar fight? Yeah, I've been in two. It's not good. I have never cleared the bar. Like, uh, rumble! But, yeah, I got into some pushing and shoving on several occasions. There was one bar fight that I didn't get into that I escaped from that was one of... It was a 40-man man pile yeah. in Suds after a BSU-Hawaii game that got over at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And we barely got out of that fucking thing alive. It was a goddamn reptile zoo. <laughs> I'd never seen a bar fight, like catch fire like that so i was like oh shit this one's out of control we gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> it spilled into the streets there was people fighting in the streets that's a rumble okay so michelle bauer uh she's taken back to the camp where everybody else was and uh then the the trolls run up and they're like shoot them and they shoot one pretty good and then they just proceed to fucking unload their clips at the sides of the cave because they hit yeah. nothing else oh come on adventure guy only had two bullets yeah okay he so? had he had a pirate gun <laughs> no that's a just a shotgun that's just a shotgun babe it's just a shot off it's actually a prop gun it's not a real gun but whatever it's it's a really impressive firearm for a third year geology student. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And just wheeled around a sawed off one handed, tough guy. Yeah. Um. So they're out of bullets because they fucking just kept unloading at the walls of this goddamn cave. You fucking idiots. And yeah. Uh, so the rest of these trolls they take off running away. Well, they're gonna come back. Uh. So. Michelle Bauer runs off and they're like, where is she? I don't know. We should follow her. And then the trolls attack again and everybody's getting tussled pretty good. And then uh, Paris discovers that they hate light, that if you shine the flashlight yeah. at them, they're mole men. They don't like it. And they they the trolls run off again. I think we glossed over the part where uh, Eddie and Danea get drunk and sing the Junior Birdman song. Oh, that was fucking weird. It was weird. I don't know. Is that even a real song? I it can't be. Don't know. No idea. And she's like doing that thing where you flip your, like give yourself glasses with your hands. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. The upside down hands glasses. Yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> okay, so uh, Chambers is missing. And they're like, oh, shit, we got to save her. Uh, so Michelle Bauer leads them through uh, the cave to find her. And they find her up on this rotisserie uh, getting getting cooked because so, she's they're having her for dinner. Yeah. They've got her down to her shirt and her underwear. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
Why isn't she just on there naked? Yeah, this is Fred all in She doesn't take him, doesn't get him out, I guess. Mm. Seems like that would be something that Fred would have incorporated in the script. But I guess yeah, maybe if, he didn't have enough actresses. If, I don't know. They didn't, if they didn't get out then, then she's just somebody who doesn't get them out. Yeah. And uh, I think Sybil didn't get them out because it cost double. Sybil gets them out every now and then, though. Uh, you have to pay them. Yeah. Yeah, you pay for each one of them. I think Michelle Bauer is like. Well, she definitely got some areola out on this movie. Well, Michelle Bauer was doing Penthouse yeah. and other nudes. That's all. It was. She her career was being nude. Yeah. Uh, so when she met Fred Olin Ray and did the movie The Tomb, he's like, "No, you're great. I like you. You can do like that." Was the end of her having to do. She still has to get him out, but she got to do legitimate acting with mm-hmm. her boobs out. She's very comfortable with her boobs out, so she's just, you, whatever. Oh, it's Tuesday. It's a, Cans are coming out. Yeah. Uh, it seems like also everybody there was very comfortable with her naked body, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, so anyways. Uh, How could you not be? Well, I don't know. We'll get to that. Um, so they chase off the trolls with the flashlights again. Uh, they're... Then run and they run and they're chased back by the trolls and the, they get to this area, the cave where the flashlights stop working because the iron deposits in the. Yeah. OK. Science. Well, later in the movie, he'll say, I'll never get dark out here because of that volcano. <laughs> you know, volcanoes make a bunch of light, right? Bright as the sun. Um, so they run into the robot. <laughs> Wait, what? Robot. There's a robot. In the, what's that? What was he doing? Like this robot's just hanging out in the cave. If they hadn't run into him, what was what was he up to? He was mining. Remember, Sybil Danning will later tell us what he was doing, and that she's going to keep them as slave miners because they killed her robot miner. Oh, I. So she could yeah. repair her spaceship, but we're going too okay, far because right. yes, there's a spaceship. Yeah. Well, this whole laser battle between this robot. And this group of geologists is this robot sucks at shooting people with its laser eyeball. It doesn't suck at shooting the monsters. It hits that one on the first try it and it catches on. I think that was an accident. Fire. Like, oh, shit. Oh, I totally just shot that guy. I wasn't. Yeah. I was aiming for that geologist. Sorry. Oopsie. Yeah. And the, this uh, whole scene is just weird because they totally could have just walked around the robot. They could have just left. <laughs> you know, because like it. It's not like this robot has like a bunch of mobility yeah. or anything. And burp, burp. The, s- burp. the slave cave girl, she just runs right past uh-huh. it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, robot. And everybody else is like, circle him. <laughs> Fight the, find the beast. Bring the beast down. And they're like, my arm is stuck in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> Denea, when it's about to kill Court with his laser, she does the classic. I'm way too happy to be in this shot, yes, Fertile and right, Ray shot, right. where she's like, yeah, and she just waves her compact at it, and it shoots it, and it shoots itself. Right. And dies. And dies. And she was oh. so fucking proud of oh, herself. <laughs> I've always wanted to do this. So they exit the cave, and they're next to that volcano Sam talked about. Uh, okay. Like a, this rando clip of a volcano, yeah. too. It's just like, What? And then we never hear about the volcano is again. this footage from Journey to the Center of the Earth? No, I think it's just fucking stock volcano shit. Yeah, there's... But the other stuff... Later, okay. is it? I don't know. Why don't you save I, we'll, it so We'll later. table that. Okay, so more bikini ladies. They run up. Uh, Michelle Bauer wasn't the only one, apparently. They got spears. Uh, and they're surrounding them with their spears. And... Uh, 
uh, Michelle Bauer comes down and she starts barking at him like, no, it's cool. They're f- we're friends with us. And then Sybil Danning fucking pulls up in a fucking space car that appears to be a hover car. It's a sp- yeah, it's a space car. Yeah. Yeah, but she's the only one out of this tribe of people that can actually speak. The rest of them are just making grunting mm-hmm. sounds and they're just gross. And she's like, uh-huh. I've got a spaceship, but we're not smart enough to have real weapons. Okay, well, table that, Jackie, because I think you're getting a little confused on the chain of events that happened before this movie starts. But we're gonna we're gonna do a deep dive into that as well. Anyways, uh, the, the bikini ladies are working for Sybil Danning, and um, uh, she's like, "Get them in." Uh, they killed my robot, and now uh, I don't like that. Except for this one guy. Jeffrey Combs, who I am going to turn into my alien lover man. Yeah, and then Court Eastman's like, no, don't sass me, lady. And then she (laughs) kicks the shit out of him, ties him to the hood, kicks the shit out of him and ties him to the hood and starts driving back to her (laughs) fortress. And he's just like, ah, I made a terrible decision. It's it's it like even more dramatic than that because she's like, and you bunch are a bunch of assholes. And he's like, no, wait a minute. And then before he's done with wait a minute, she has already completely just pummeled him half to death <laughs> and tied him to her hood. <laughs> and, uh, nobody says to talk. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, so uh, they take the men into a prison cell. Um, and the ladies are just like allowed to be escorted around the caves by other tribal or by the other spear holding ladies. And they just fucking run away. They're like, they want they didn't even run. They just wander off. Yeah. They're like, I don't think these spear ladies care. Let's just go. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they were bored. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they say. This is really fucking boring. Why don't we just, let's just go. <laughs> Do something else, and they were. She, the other one was like, "Oh, okay." So they run away. So they do. And uh, Michelle Bauer comes into the prison cell and busts these men out of their cell because it's just a tarp. They're they're held in by a tarp. <laughs> there was a guard. I think she took care of the guard somehow. Really? It's a tarp. It's a tarp. <laughs> yeah. So they're free ish, and now. One of the guards reports that they've been freed. And what it appears to be happening is Sybil Danning is just smothering Jeffrey Coombs with her That's boobs. That's what I thought, too. That's. Uh, and like he's on the fence about it, too. He's She's like, I'm going to take you to space and you and I are going to make babies. And he's like, um, you know, he's like, did you see Michelle Bauer? Those are really big boobs, though. So, yeah. Um, and then it's too late. They run in uh, later. Um, so the the uh, alien queen, she picks up her sword and she goes after them. Uh, and then they all end up in the fucking land of the lost. They go outside the yeah. cave again. And now they're fucking land of the lost. There's dinosaur bones out there. There's actual dinosaurs. Fighting. Dinosaurs, T-Rex grabs this fucking little guy off the hill and is like, chomp your head. They're like, whoa, hadn't seen that before. This is sort of a chase scene where they're just sort of leisurely walking. A professor's leisurely walking Mm -hmm. 
with the adventure man away from the alien queen who's leisurely walking after right, them. Right. And posing at, uh, at, at certain opportunities, right? Where there's like a good shot of the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's kind of on the edge of a rock, like, and here I am on this rock. And then she'll walk a couple of steps and she's like, and here I am on this rock. And then she just like, <laughs> like, she fucking picks up a random spear and chucks it at the T-Rex for no goddamn reason. And then she's like, oh, th- ha see you later, T-Rex. <laughs> what the that fuck? That was really interesting because they're like, oh, let her handle that. And she does. And she's like, eat shit, T-Rex. And the T-Rex <laughs> like pulls it out of its arm and like gives her like, the way that this edited together with previous footage was really strange. Because she's like, eat shit, T-Rex. And he's like, you eat shit. And then that scene's over. It's over. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... And meanwhile, the girls have wandered off and they decide they're going to sit down. Mm-hmm. And they're having this whole conversation. And then the one, the rich lady's complaining that. My feet hurt. Uh, yeah. And, and she's hungry. And so. I'm hungry. She's uh, bitching, and then hat Eddie's like her having a rock. It. Yeah, and she's like, "What am I? I can't eat this. What do you want me to do with this?" She's like, "Go over there and kill that thing." Ah! And they cut to a fucking dinosaur. It's been watching them the whole time. I loved this scene. I thought it was so fucking clever and funny. Well, yeah, because it's not just that there's this dinosaur out there, and that one of them's griping about being hungry. The entire time, Eddie's having like a lowbrow existential monologue mm-hmm. yeah, right. that is hilarious if you actually listen to what she's saying. Uh, all right, so they the ladies also when they start get back to it, they find these crystals that are worth millions. So I guess this is also where the uh, troll people filled up their bathrobes with jewels. They come here, I guess. Which is out in the sun. I don't. This is a new age. Dark. No, it can't get dark as the volcano, Sam. Doesn't work. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Okay, so uh, Michelle Bauer she leads them to uh, uh, Paris. He's tied up. Like he's tied to this chair, which I think is like her captain's chair of her spaceship. And he's like, "Wait, you came in on a spaceship?" And she's like, "Look around, you bud." But also, we're inside of a cave, and then when they run out later, they're like, hey, there's that lady's spaceship, and it's not. It's just a parked spaceship outside. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't get it. She al- she almost had enough crystals to get that thing flying again. But it, is it in- It's in the center of the Earth. Yeah, but it's like part- uh, It's not. The, it doesn't work. It's in the cave, but then it's outside of the cave. Uh, okay, so um, they get him free, and he's like, oh, man, I was about to well, be turned into a sex man. Very importantly, the reason they're able to get them him free is that Michelle Bauer makes a distraction by wrestling with the other guard. All right. And all they do is wrestle each other's tops off. Yep. Oh, my God. This other guard, I, I hated this one, too. She... She looked like a goddamn crackhead to start. Yeah, she was not. And then pretty she had like this twitchy motion that like she was guarding. She probably. I don't know. Was a Free crackle. smells at the Jimmy John's, you know, like. She, she was guarding free smells at the Jimmy John's. Okay. Or she could have just been what you said, a crackhead. She does a good bird impression. <laughs> yeah. 
it was just really like off putting and weird. And then she didn't have nice boobs, and it was like. No, oh, but why are the you one even on screen? The one that has the, the most amazing boobs in all of film, and you're like, "Ew, she's gross because she's got fucking Tina Turner's hair from Thunderdome." Come on! Yeah, they make them look like they're cave people. Cave people didn't have good hair. Yeah. What the hell? Well, it, it was gross, and I didn't like looking at the slave ladies. Okay. God knows I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's usually. All of these B movies that have the cave women with losers of their shirts. There's just one reviewer that's like, "Yeah, d- hard pass. They all had bad hair." <laughs> you were looking at would... their hair. <laughs> they had hair. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. She had some nice boobs. Okay, she really did. All right, so they uh, they get Paris out of there and. Uh, Cave Bunny, she comes up and starts licking his face because she loves him as well. Uh, she wants to have babies with the uh, Jeffrey Combs. Uh-huh. And uh, they find the other two ladies and uh, find the car, the space hover car. No, 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 no. They go outside and they find the diamonds. They find the di- like diamonds and jewels just littered all over the ground. This- is great because they're like on the way to their escape and they're like, hey, shit, diamonds, let's grab a bunch. Let's go. Come on. Fill up your pockets. Uh, okay. And then they get to the hover car and uh, Alien Queen, she uh, follows them on foot. Like, you're walking. You're not going to catch the them. The car isn't very fast. It's fast enough. It looks like it's doing about like 30. 15, which is faster than walking. Yes, it is faster than walking. <laughs> okay. Uh, but they get stuck. The cave gets too thin or narrow for them, and they have to stop the car, uh, which is overheating. This hydraulics are overheating, and they're like, it's got to explode because that's how hydraulics work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember, we're listening to a third-year geology student on all of this stuff. He was right. The fucking thing blows up. Causes a cave-in. Right. Next to Civil Danny. I guess. I think. I don't know. And they're like, well, that's all over. Goodbye, Lost City of Relia. Wait, you found the Lost City of Relia? I didn't see a goddamn city. I saw a fucking spaceship that may or may not have been inside or outside. They never made it to the Lost City of Relia or wherever it was. No, but then they all high-five each other because they've all got pockets full of diamonds. No, they're, they're set. They're good. But They're good. I don't understand the Lost City thing. And they just but go home. Poor, poor romantic guy. He got the the sad end of the stick, right? Because now he's stuck with an instant wife. Two of them, Jackie. He's going home with both uh, Danae and Cavewoman. Mm. And Diamond. I don't know. I could have I used a post-credit sequence where... The cave woman was trying to be the secretary for the salvage company ineptly. Yeah, I think that would have right, been, been funny. This I think he would have wanted to do that had he had more time. This woman is a caveman. Uh, and then Sybil Danning is like, okay, well, trolls are coming at me. I'm going to take them out, I guess. And that's the end of the movie. She takes a swing at him with her sword, which makes like a, not a swooshing sound, but like a laser sound. So it also, I don't know. She probably laser decapitated him or yeah. whatever, and then she's just going to go back to hanging out. Hanging out. Huh. Credits. All right. 
Questions? I'm going to start. Uh, <clears throat> so there's a Land of the Lost, and the only way to get there is a cave system, which helms ca cannibalistic mole men who prevent people from finding the lost city of Relia, and an alien queen who crashed her spaceship underground and has subjugated a race of bikini cave women in the hopes of luring a Jeffrey Coombs-style man before she can return to space. Yes. <laughs> this movie does not make any goddamn sense. None. None. If you go outside the cave, you can see the sky. You're outside. You're not inside. You're outside. And so, just, but you crash your space into the... I, uh, and you've What's just, over that hill? Burbank. Yeah, right. And you just so you just been hanging out. Where these slave bikini people come from? Did you? I don't know. Is she like just killing the men indiscriminately? Because there's only cave women. What men? There's no men. Are they are are the cave bikini people? Like, did she bring them or no? Were they They're just there? cave she men from the land of the They're lost? Of the and Losters. she's killed all the men. So are they citizens of the city of Relia? Like descendants? No, they're just cave, they're just cave people. people. I guess if you go like six miles further past this alien queen who's batshit crazy, you'll actually get to the lost city. They just ran out of booze. <laughs> Went back and blew everything up. Man, it sure seems like there's a lot of people living underground. Like you've got... Also, they're like, that's sealed now forever, and nobody goes, I could get in there with a backhoe. Yeah, backhoe. Um, it was just an exploding car. I mean, I it just it's, it's a weird, weird plot. That there's a lost city <laughs> with treasure and an alien queen whose spaceship flew through our atmosphere over L.A. and punched through the hillside so hard that she buried herself at the center of the earth, which is actually just a system of caves that you can go outside from any, any point in time. Yeah, it's what you get when you have that stuff around. Like, I've got the robot, we've got this car, there's a prop. Mm -hmm. Sybil Danning has her costume from... Uh, Battle Beyond the Stars, Whatever. Yeah. Battle Beyond the Stars. Michelle said she'd get him out. Uh, what are you going to do? I'm going to write it in one day and we're going to shoot it in six days because that's what happened. <laughs> it's nutty. It's nutty. Uh, okay. Anybody else? Questions? Good. Good. Okay. It has to get dark, right? From the volcano? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've seen footage of volcanoes at night and yes, you cannot see people. But then the, you've got the exposure thing, you know. So volcanoes make it dark. Volcanoes make it dark. Erupt. Yeah. Yeah. So in, because I don't like those movies, <laughs> the journey to the center of the earth movies are just not for me. Right. It got dark, didn't it? I didn't pay attention. Did it ever get dark in those movies? Well, I don't know. I mean, because it doesn't make, the center of the earth doesn't make any fucking goddamn sense, Sam. I'm sorry, H.G. Wells. Uh, you're, you know, I really liked fucking uh, the time machine. Um, Did you? Yeah, I think the time machine is kind of interesting. Um, it's it's at least creative. Uh, the journey to the center of the earth, I think, is fucking stupid as shit. Um, yeah. Because no, it's the fucking center of the earth. It's a molten core. 
there's no light. Where's the light come from? Oh, and they're the plants. Do you not know anything about photosynthesis? You fuck. <laughs> when they were written, nobody knew shit about fuck. No, but it's still, people still don't know shit you, about. You look fuck. up in the sky. The sun's up there. When you don't have the sun, it's dark outside. Well, is there a sun in the center of the earth? Actually, kind of, yeah, but you can't see it because you would be on fire from it, you dumb fuck. And smashed. And smashed. Yeah, no. No, it's not dark in Journey to the Center of the... I mean, of course it's dark in Journey to the Center of the Earth. There's no fucking light halfway. I mean, it's right ground. <laughs> you ever been in a cave? <sighs> okay, so best character in this movie. Michelle Bauer. Michelle Bauer. Easy. No, cowboy hat lady. Mm-hmm. She's fun. She is. But yeah, Eddie, Eddie was fun. She's fun in all of his movies. And I, they only had to, they were only married for like five or six years, but. I liked, I liked pretty much everybody except for Court. I thought, I, I just didn't, I wasn't a big fan of him. Um, I liked him because he was so shitty and it was like spot on yeah you are the shittiest indiana jones and you're owning it yeah. so that even worked for me okay all right i can see that but yeah i thought the cast was fun i thought it was a fun ensemble good mix of yeah uh, i thought so too good mix of folks yeah the professor was even fun mm-hmm. when the paris is like what is this it's a rock <laughs> <laughs> i still think his best line in the movie though is when the troll people attack <laughs> And he's like, what in the hell is wrong with you? I'm trying to communicate with you. He's punching it in the face. You gotta be your friend. <laughs> then he calls him a tub of shit, which was hilarious. He's like, stop it, you tub of shit. <laughs> that was probably my favorite thing about this whole movie. And I totally fucked it up at the beginning of the show because I was like, oh, well, I should have written it down. But I never write anything down. That's kind of my jam. <laughs> Because okay. <laughs> I I am the laziest fucker on this podcast. Yeah. I just show up for the movie. I don't write anything down. I don't research anything. I am just here strictly for asshole commentary. Like, that is... I'm the average Joe asshole commentary person. Sure. Uh, all right. Uh, any other questions? Jack, do you got anything? Or are we ready to move on? I think we're ready to move okay. on. Final recommendations. I'm going to start. Uh, yeah. It's a do. Um... I, with a couple of disclaimers, a it's not Fred's greatest work. It, it's just not. Um, there's there's some draggy the chasey scenes where nothing's happening. They're just getting chased. Uh, didn't do stimulate me very much. There's some uh, exposition that didn't do much for me as far as the dialogue. I think it's one of his worst scripts. Um, but there is definitely a lot of fun here. Now, my second disclaimer is it's not for everybody. This is not an accessible bad movie. This is not where you start. This is this is the intermediate class of bad movies. But uh, yeah, it's a do for me to take it further. I would say that this is really like if you like Fred Olin Ray, you'll like this. Yeah. If you don't, you won't. Jackie. Oh, I'm giving this a total do. I laughed so many times. There's just this humor and this wit about the way that. It is either written or the actors are interacting with each other. That is just really super funny and captivating. And yeah, there's there's some dead spots in it, but it wasn't goopy. Like the weird troll people weren't goopy. So I liked that. Yeah. Didn't have the money um, to make them goopy. <laughs> yeah. And the guy who loses his head, I thought that looked pretty it's good. The best. And 
you know, I just, I, I loved the cheap shit dinosaurs at the end of it, you know? That were stolen from another movie? Mm. Was it Land of the Lost or... It might have just been was Land it, of the Lost. I don't, they weren't... Or it could have been... They weren't Harry Howard. Howard Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah. Harry, Harry Howard... Harry his son. Uh, his... Uh, uh, stop motion never looked that shitty. Yeah, those were shitty yeah. stop motion dinosaurs. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm giving it a do all the way around. I had a really good time with this one. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, next week is Jackie's. What about I guess Sam? I gave it a nah, do as well. Yeah, we'd... <laughs> <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> Screw you, Sam. I Screw didn't you go farther to say that it's worth spending the two or three dollars wherever you can find it to not watch it with commercials because it's worth that much money to watch. It's good. Yeah, I definitely would have enjoyed it more if it hadn't been for the commercials. But uh, okay. Next week on the show, yeah, I agree. It's Jackie's pick. Speaking of being the laziest asshole on this one. podcast, I don't have my pick yet. I'm sorry. Well, if uh, I'll, I'll do you a favor, uh, not really because it's, I'm going to steal it. You can't use it. But uh, in two weeks, I'm going to try to follow up Sam's Fred Olin Ray dinosaur movie with my Fred Olin Ray dinosaur movie. If it's available, Dinosaur Island. So there you go. And in three weeks, we will be doing The Tomb with Sybil Danning and this whole most of these people again. A lot of Fred Olin Ray on okay, the way. So I'm going to pick something totally fucking random then, and I'll try not to have it have mermaids or... No, I'm going to find something fucking awesome that I like, and you guys are just going to have to fucking watch great. it. All right. Okay. Uh, everybody have a great uh, Memorial Day today or yesterday. I don't know when I'm going to release this, but uh, anyways, uh, have a great week and get to the chocolate.